Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over-gloves together for Tooth Life, Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. And welcome back, peeps, to the Tooth or Dare podcast with your favorite peeps, Irene and Katrina. Hello, my friend. We did it. How are you today? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm in Arizona, so I'm actually really good. (laughs) You're home. I'm home. You're home. I won't be for much longer, but I'm home, which is terrific. Um... I'm amidst the Katrina Sanders tour of 2021, which is not oh really gosh. a cute look for me, um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Speaking of cute look, look at you, you little pumpkin. You look <laughs> that adorable. Was, that was the most sarcastic look at you No, ever. you look amazing. I, am, I look, don't. You look I all cozy in your little, like, your, your area, and you're just cozy. I'm tired. I'm very tired. I'm living my best student life. I had two midterms today. I've got one tomorrow. I had one last week. My office was under construction yet again. Uh, My hygienist who I love, Erica, if you're listening to this, I'm really upset with you. She's moving to Calgary. So I'm hiring a new hygienist, Mm. which I don't have yet. So if you're listening to this and you would like to work in the city of Toronto, um, hit, hit me up. Um, yeah, so it's mm, been a lot. So much. It's been a lot. Lou was in the hospital. I know. Little I saw that Lou. little McLou face. He was just, he took I a know. little resort stay at a hospital. Poor baby. He did. And they like shaped both of his paws, like up yeah. his arms. So he kind of yeah. looks funny from his little IVs. He like walks around <laughs> and everyone kind of looks at him funny because they think like it's intentional. It's just like so bilateral that it's like, yeah. it can't be, it can't just be by, by chance. Um, so they're like, is that the new poodle haircut? And I'm like, no, that's the that's the two thousand dollars yes. overnight stay in a that's, hospital yeah. look. That's what you get for two thousand dollars. You get that haircut. This is his Halloween costume. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. walking around his two thousand dollars right now. That's what that looks like. Yeah, he's walking around his two G's. That's what he is. He put a dollar oh, sign on his man. back. Yeah, no um, kidding. So that that's what is, you should have had cheated in him. The me living my best life. Do you know uh, contractors, so, man? Just contractors. I'm telling you, sister. I know. I you know the contractor game well. All but too well. This is what's so crazy. Like, and I don't know if you believe in this or not, but Mercury's in retrograde right now, and it just seems <laughs> like I know I'm going to sound oh so gosh. hippie for saying this. So Dale sent what me something the other day. Mean? What does Dale that even sent me mean? this the other day. He said women are. Uh, uh, it was a woman who posted a meme, and it was like men are you know behave the moment that their football team loses, they behave like the whole rest of their day is like completely off. And then of course the response from a man is um, women plan their entire lives around what their you know astrological sign is and what their horoscope is and what the moon cycles are and it's like that is true I do I plan um, what I'm going to do based on the moon cycles but Mercury is in retrograde right now it's just kind of a funky time when energies are off and it just seems like things are just odd and funky so Mercury exits retrograde um, I actually I think as of the release of this episode it'll be out of retrograde so happy releasing of retrograde this is when we can kind of go back to normal and things can like fizzle what does that mean exactly like what define what releasing from retrograde means to me that just sounds like we did a bad amalgam you didn't carve it well enough and you've got to bring your patient back in a week after the mercury is settled because otherwise you're just releasing mercury vapors and everyone's about like to me when you say mercury you're such a that's, You're such a restorative that is, student that that's exactly where you went in talking about Mercury that is and retrograde. what it says to me. You, you've got some ditching. Your matrix wasn't on well enough. Um, oh man, you've been studying yeah, too much. And and you're you've you've undercarved and that and now you're in Mercury's in retrograde. That's exactly what that means. Precisely. If you have amalgam fillings, Mercury in retrograde is like even that, worse for you. Put, should have put that on my quiz today. That you should, that, yeah, today. should have been like, absolutely not, Irene. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's just, it's it's a period of time when based on the vibrations that are coming from the moon, um, it just, it seems like everyone's kind of in a, a walk, wonky little flux. Um, you know, people uh, who are really tethered to the moon signs um, and their natal chart don't make like really big decisions like, 
you know, going back to school or getting married or hiring somebody or firing someone, like usually you don't make big decisions like that during retrograde. You just kind of hands off because odd things just happen. Have you ever had like when just there's a series of weird stuff and then somebody will say, is it a full moon tonight? Like what's going on that all these weird things are happening or like your computer will yeah. just crash and it's like, what? Why? So retrograde is, um, is an extended period of time where it just seems like there's just a scaffolding of just bizarre things that happen and everyone's kind of just in this weird funky mindset and um you know so it, it's i've got a course. definition okay. i got a definition from countryliving.com here we go here what, it is what does it what that's why i googled what does it mean when mercury is in retrograde mercury retrograde is an optical illusion in which it appears as though the planet is moving backwards from our view here on Earth. Astrologers believe, astrologers, astrologists, mm -hmm. they say astrologers, apparently that's correct, hmm. believe that during this perceived backwards motion, technology and communications could get disturbed, putting a damper on anyone's summer mood. Yeah, it can put a damper summer, on the mood. Summer mood, summer mood in October. Right, yeah. countryliving.com. Thanks, you, Country you, Living. You're, show me, show me your credibility. Anywho, well, I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that we're getting out of this retrograde slowly. Yes, me too. Um, yes. You know what isn't in retrograde? What? Our sponsor for today is not in retrograde because they're Thank coming goodness. out with some <laughs> new technology. Yes. Um, so I shared a video, which I love that I love that you watched it and commented yeah, on it. Aloud. I'm fascinated. Um, this is, you guys have to see this. You got to check it out did, on Irene's Instagram. You did a, you did a, like, a beautiful play play by play of it. <laughs> Katrina does that. Whenever we watch anything together, she she just makes the commentary. So you're like the peanut gallery. Yeah, somebody needs to know. Um, I am the peanut gallery. <laughs> somebody needs to do it. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much to our peeps at Phillips for sponsoring this lovely episode. The video in question that we're referring to is a new um, service that I provide in my practice, which is really cool. Um, Irene, hot take. I really dislike other people's pouring and making of models. We've like we've seen that on social media it's, before. It's where, such like, a. I'll ask yeah. I'll ask my assistants to do something. They just they don't pour enough that it it always is bad. Yeah. Like it ends up either the base is too thick and then I have to trim it, or the base is not thick enough and then the model breaks when you separate it. So I was coming up and we do a lot of like at home take home whitening treatments in our practice. Mm -hmm. I was like, how can we incorporate something that alleviates the time and the stress? Because you know when people come in for at home whitening. It's a more affordable option in the sense of like what the cost for having uh, an in-office whitening system mm -hmm. is. So they're like, okay, well, I can get like similar results. I'm going to do it at home. Like maybe they're diligent with their post-op instructions. But then, you know, we're sitting there pouring models, breaking models, bringing patients back mm -hmm. in to do a delivery. So our peeps at Zoom uh, took, took they listened. They listened to what all the, the pain points were from other team members and they de delivered and discovered this uh, this system called Zoom Delivered. Um, so what you could do is you can take a model, you can send it into their designated lab that they work with, um, or mm -hmm. like us, we've got a digital scanner. You could take a 3D scan of your patient's teeth and then just upload it into this portal, and uh, and then Zoom gets literally delivered to your patient's house with instructions on how it's utilized i mean i i took it one step further and That's i created huge. a video for it yeah so like i know that within seven business days they're gonna get this so i created a video and i email it to the patient as soon as like they they leave like they cash out i use yappy shouts to yappy for that oh that's um, a cute idea irene yeah but so, so it's automated so yeah it's, like super it's just automated. you talking to the patient then yeah. about like this is how you use it and blah 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 that you know exactly. this is what's so interesting we're really trying to rebrand do we really need a patient's butt in the chair to provide right. care to them and we saw during this pandemic that a lot of people were moving into this teledentistry telehealth model like turns out you can do oral hygiene instruction you can do nutritional counseling you can do tobacco cessation yeah. counseling you can even do some post-op instructions like you don't need the patient in the chair and by the way mm -hmm. that's almost a better way for us to continue to extend that reach um, you know how often do we do that by sending our patients postcards or newsletters like just a reminder we are your dental practice don't forget forget about us when you need to schedule yeah. your hygiene visit. You know what I mean? And it's, it's such a cool touch point. 
to now empower the patient. The patient is, they're walking around the grocery store. They're walking around Target. You know, they're trying to find like what at home, you know, kit can I use, especially people that have staining habits like your red wine drinkers, your coffee drinkers, your tobacco users. Like they can do it in office, but we know that those are patients that just, they're more prone and they need to have something at home to kind of spruce them up if they're going, you know, to a wedding that weekend or whatever. We can take control over that instead of having them, them just wander up and down the aisles and not even know what they're looking for. We can be a part of that and we can really create something that's custom, you know, that, that doesn't get bleach on the patient's gum tissues and all those, all those other pain points that we have if our other option is to send them out with a take home. Right. So, um, I, I love that. What, what kind of feedback are you yeah. getting from the patients, Irene? Good. Really good. Really good. Really good, good. feedback. I, I'd say, uh, and I was quite surprised because, you know, we, we always have those like medical history forms and like any concerns or anything that you would change. And like everyone clicks off, like I'd like whiter teeth or straighter teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we incorporated when we got our iTero, we incorporated scanning every new patient. Sure. So we already have a, a file, a, a scan of them. Um, and then... Sometimes we talk about whitening and we bring it up, but sometimes it takes like a visit or two in the office for them to actually pull the trigger on a decision. I think it mostly has to do with trust, right? Like that they don't know you yet. Like they just met you for the first time and perhaps they came from an office they'd been in for a long time. Huey, stop being and, a dickle. Uh, and now all of a sudden there's a new human here and, you know, they want to talk to you about whitening. They want to talk to you about prosto. They want to talk to you about all of these different things. And you're like, okay, I just don't even know if I still trust you yet. So I found I- it interesting that like, you agree? Do you agree with that? I do. Yeah. I think yeah. I think this is this is the new model that we're stepping into is like how do you reestablish that trust with our patients? And they I think they want to they're expecting dentistry to look and feel different. They want that non invasive. Um, the cool part of the video that you put out there, Irene, is that it's like this is what we used to do. We used to cover, you know, people's saliva in all of this alginate. We used to wait. We used to, you know, kind of slurry it through the practice. It's just, it's cleaner. This is what patients want is something that yeah. gets them the results they want, but does so in a clean way. So I, I love yeah. that. Agreed. So it was interesting. Like I'll, I'll finish this point. We'll get into our, our episode. Um, it was interesting that now patients were calling and they're like, Hey, I want to discuss whitening options again. And I already had their scan on file. Like I already had their dentition. So I already had the STL file. Like I didn't even need the person to come into the office because I had How their amazing. file. I had photos. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no problem. Like this is the cost of it. And then we decide whether we do day white or night white. And then it's like, I'll ship it to you. It'll arrive there in seven days. Here's a video. Watch it. And if you have any questions, like give me a call or email me back or text. So anywho, it's been really cool. That's so good. And, uh, I'm kind of sad because... I have all of this like whitening material and all of this stone and all of this alginate. I bought like a big box of alginate that is oh, not no. getting used at all. So you I could feel do like impressions of Lou's feet or something. I think I just need to start taking impressions of like, I don't know, can I start using it for pottery or something? I'm not sure. But I'm, Take an I, impression I of your own that. face. I'm going to just, just make myself a mask. Okay, we've got an episode. Woohoo! We do. This is so Are you good. Ready for this episode. I'm um, I'm ready. You're ready. Are you um I'm nervous. I, I don't Are you ready for a song? Okay. Give me a song, girl. Let's do it. Do it to it. I think if your background music turned off again. What do you okay. mean? Do you know who this is? No? Anything at all? No. I'm almost, I'm almost certain you wouldn't know who this person is because I didn't even know who this person was. But I was wondering if you would know. So this person's name is Uche. Oh, his name is Uche. Irene. There's literally the name of our guest. I don't know. I was like, maybe she knows this artist because he has like quite a few followers on Spotify. But our episode today is was is is with or was with the remarkable Uche Odiatu, who is Mm -hmm. a uh, a neighbor. He's a dentist from Toronto, and uh, he and I he and I uh, have way back playbacks kind of thing and it's the first time we've had him on the podcast i mean he's he's been on many different a podcast in his oh my career. gosh yeah like hundreds he's a, 
Hundreds. Probably. He's probably, like, lost track. I'm sure he has. I don't, honestly, Irene, like, I don't know how that man does, like, he, like, practices and he's, like, speaking and he's just, he's he's just a ball of energy, really. Um, he he's, is. He's yeah. so amazing. And what I love about this episode is that it was just so, uh, it was filled with positivity about, like, how do we, like, connect better with our patients, but it was also about self-care, which I think is really timely um, for a lot of us just kind of entering into, like, fall and holiday season is happening and hustle and bustle of just all the things. Um, you know, Uche does a really great job of reminding us that, like, you, you only get one body, you know, and you have to yeah. take care of it. And, um, you know, taking care of ourselves is a part of being an advocate for our patients and so I, I just I love his message I and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it so um, yeah Here check it, it out Woohoo! catch you on the flip side on the flippity flip we've got an episode today Katrina Woo-hoo! and a wonderful I'm guest who's here excited. with us are you excited? I'm excited I'm excited I I actually to, am I'm yes. excited <laughs> to share our tradition that this guest and I have had over the last few years minus this last year because you know COVID but um We've got Dr. Uchi Odiatu in the house. Yes. Welcome. How are you, Doc? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm very good. I'm very Do- good. Dr. Uchi, you've done a lot of really amazing things. You're the author of a book, The Miracle of, of Health. You were double certified as a personal trainer and instructor, certified boot camp instructor, personal member of the American College of Sports Medicine, which is epic. Uh, practice here in my city of Toronto, which is nice to have you in my kind of in my corner. And you've done a lot of really cool things and speaking on TV shows, 400 radio, ABC 2020, Canada AM, the list and list goes on. Uh, thank you for taking time to hang out with us. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I am ready to share my insights with you guys. So, and, wow. and your listeners, obviously. Yeah. The, awesome. the audience of the oh. Two Third Air podcast, I'm sure many of you have seen you live in action uh, on the road. Um, and we want to ask you some, some questions about the things that you're doing today, but we want to start from the beginning. We, we do this thing. We have this, uh, this started from the bottom. Now we're here type of, <laughs> type of intro to our episodes. So tell us about you pre dental pre high school. Like, what were you like? Do you remember what it was like coming out of the womb? Like, what was your childhood? Like, were you in the band? Did you play a sport? We can do a rebirthing here. I can do Let's a rebirthing. Do so do yeah, it. for Let's sure. Go. Okay. Let's think, go. Okay. In utero, I was, uh, started off as two little cells and then it was just, it just got bigger. So I uh, born in England. My mom is Irish. My dad's Nigerian. So I always say I'm an African leprechaun. So uh, <laughs> I, think we, I think we just found the title of our episode. There we go. Getting into the episode. <laughs> that was easy. That was easy. Okay. okay. The challenge yeah. though, being an African leprechaun is, is I'm, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too tall to be a leprechaun, but too short to be in the MBA. That's, that's my challenge. So, but um, so that being said, I take myself lightly, but the subject matter super seriously. Like my dad was into fitness. My mom was into health and my dad was into, you know, the, the whole Greek uh, philosophy of a sound mind and a sound body. So as much as parents want to have you study, he kept saying, get outside and play. You really can't study anymore until you got outside. So, so that, that was my English roots. I was born in London around the same time as the Rolling Stones were like, I'm sure I was like a block away when they were like, you know, in those late sixties and then moved to Winnipeg, uh, went to university of Manitoba, um, was always into fitness and health and athleticism did some bodybuilding. I competed in like a uh, pairs competition in Spain in the eighties. And then as a wow. dentist at age 39 in Poland, I represented Canada in this natural mixed pairs bodybuilding competitions. So that was kind of wild. Everyone else was like, you know, like the personal trainers, these huge monsters from like all kinds of places in Europe. And here I am like, you know, this happy little African leprechaun from the prairies <laughs> of Canada, <laughs> really innocent competing, but I know it was just cool doing it like with a, you know, a multi, multiple sides of my being like it wasn't just fit fitness and bodybuilding it was like also I had this whole you know healthcare side so yeah. I put it to work I enjoy sharing fitness information with patients and I realized how they're starving for head to toe a look a person that looks at them from head to toe because you know people come in with their marriages their jobs their their stress management their diets you know they don't leave them in the car when they come into the into the chair to see them but most of us look to look at the patient as hey you don't floss what's going on here you're bleeding around your centrals meanwhile they're a shift worker or they don't exercise or they love fast food so regardless how well they clean they will be inflamed and 
have a simmering background level of inflammation. So um, th th there's lots of talk for lifestyle. So I've somehow managed to weave it into every conversation in a nice way. And if the patient's not into it and their eyes are like glazing over, I never take it personally. I just move on and I, I will get them next time or I will chat about it next time. So, but eventually some patients are really turned on though. Like this guy, one, was one guy who was playing about his dad bod and he goes, I just want Goes I have this one kid. I'm 38. You know, it's like 38, one kid. I go, I'm got four, you know, and I'm a hundred, I'm 107. Yeah, I'm a, you're like, I'm a, this is this is my dad bod. So let's go. Yeah. So I li lifted up my scrubs and go, you know, so there. <laughs> and uh anyway, so since that time, the guy lost uh, I'd say he lost like 10 pounds. He's into fitness. His, his, his wife actually came to see who the heck uh inspired her husband. So she's now a patient, and um, so lots of cool stories like that. And he's into flossing and brushing and the mind body mouth connection. So that's that's where I am. Like it's uh, it's very much a we talk about holistic dentistry and people talk about amalgam. Like it's like I didn't mention the word amalgam. Like it's it's like head to toe lifestyle and it's engaging. It's interesting and, and that's where it goes. It's you... so cool that you say that because I think we forget, you know, when you study oral inflammation and you study some of the interdependent relationships between like systemic disease and periodontal inflammation, you see in there that obesity is on there, but even some mental health challenges we understand can certainly exacerbate the inflammatory process. And so to your point, and I absolutely love there, there has to be that understanding of where are you, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually in your journey, where are you physically, not just flossing, but what high or low glycemic index foods are you putting in your body that are creating this other inflammatory burden? But I want to take it just a, a small step back from that because your parents were really involved in, in health and wellness and fitness, but were they, were they dentists? I mean, how, how did you get into to dentistry specifically? Yeah, great question. My, um, my mom was a stay, my mom stay at home mom. My dad was a carpenter. So it's like, that was, he want, they wanted all four kids. Usually if I think no one in the history of my family have been to university before us. So, um, but they were really committed to having all four of us go to university. So, and all four of us did. A couple of us had multiple degrees and, but all four kids went and uh, my dad's dream came true. My mom was happy. My mom was always, it was that unconditional love. You know, mom's unconditional love. Whatever you do, I don't care if you're a leprechaun forever, you know? <laughs> and uh, so you can see my lucky charms. So, so, um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So, um, so that being said, books, reading, you know, um, cod liver oil, wheat germ, uh, cornflakes, uh, brown sugar was, but meanwhile, we now know that brown sugar is just, you know, white sugar with a diet job. It's really not, not much better, mm -hmm. but my mom had really good intentions. And sometimes just the power of intention, you know, bringing awareness to why we're eating. You have exam today, have some cod liver oil. You want to go, you want to do sports, let's get some more protein in you. And I think mm. kids are, kids even want to know why. I think when you tell a kid why, he'll do it, but just eat this because I'll, you know, send you to bed early, but eat this because it's good for your brain. You know, broccoli is really good for your, G, you know, your GI or your tummy. And that stayed with me. So all, actually all four kids actually look really good. Like, you know, you know, with all humility, really good for our age. Like none of them took the healthcare stuff as much as me. One brother's police officer, sisters in banking, other brothers in finance, but um, I chose dentistry just because, because, you know, so here I am like a, qu a quarter of a century later, still enjoying it, having fun, never a dull moment. Uh, that's me. Tell us a little bit about your practice <clears throat> and your practice philosophy and how do you instill these types of philosophies into the team members you work with? We talk a lot about, you know, <clears throat> having a diverse team with very different belief structures and, and mm -hmm. concepts around how to treat health and perio and how they're treated together. But how do you help coach a new team member to come on board with like a common philosophy that your patients are now demonstrating? Yeah, well, we have, there's probably seven hygienists in the office and, you know, there's new people that come on every now and then. Well, this isn't forced on anyone because we're kind of encouraged to practice from our own um passion so it's not as if everyone has to you know do push-ups at the new patient exam and right, burpees yeah. you know at the recare exam but um but i'd say a number of the hygienists have come on and they they enjoy hearing that side of it during the recare exam like i won't just you know do a medical history update it's like 
How are you sleeping the last few mm-hmm. months? Um, you fell asleep during the appointment. What's going on? Oh, I'm I'm a sh- I, I'm on shift now. I'm on nights. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Oh, maybe that's why there's more you know bleeding than normal. And it, and it brings them awareness on what's going on. The hygienist loves hearing that side of it. It's not just about crowns and let's do some veneers. It's it's let's find out more about what's going on. Or uh, first trimester pregnancy. You know, there's more bleeding now. Or um, I'm a student. All I can afford is ramen noodles and. Uh, eating a lot of fries and ketchup. Okay, that's, that's where the bleeding's coming from. Or someone said, I've just lost 30 pounds. I'm on Dr. Bernstein diet, I've lost 30 pounds. Wow, you know what? I see it in your mouth. I see I see your gums being a little bit tighter. So they don't wanna have a flip chart of science and C-reactive protein and all this stuff. All they wanna know is what is a lay person's positive view of what's going on? And that's how you kind of engage them. You know, We don't try to impress them with science as much as just Real world, I see the benefit. Or I see your shift work showing up in the mouth. I see your weight loss and it shows up in your mouth. And they get excited, right? It's one more mm. affirmation is I'm on the right track. Hygienists like to hear it. They get into it. I get into it. And then two or three minutes later, you're gone. And the hygienist carries on. And it's one more person that's affirmed about prevention, lifestyle. And we go on a little further. So I love that. I feel yeah. like that that conversation yeah. among dentists, hygienists, mm-hmm. and patient is so valuable, like building trust with your patient and also, like you said, you know, acknowledging changes in their lives for, for the best or for the worst. Acknowledging your patient, hearing them is is really valuable. I think that's what builds a li- a lifelong patient in your practice. And like you said, referrals, right? Bringing in a family member or a loved one. That's that's really wonderful. I think one of the the challenges, uh, you know, we our listener base is several hygienists, right? Mostly hygienists that listen to this, and and I think a lot of hygienists get really excited to have these types of conversations. A lot do. Um, I think the challenge is not a lot of uh, dentists or practice owners, the exception of course being you two, right? Because you're both practice owners, but not a lot of practice owners see that value up front. When you're talking to a patient and they're saying, "Yeah, I'm not sleeping well," and you're saying, "Yep, that's why you have inflammation." Very few doctors can create that thread or that line to go. So how's that going to help me close a crown down the road, or how you know how yeah. is that going to help me in my practice down the road? So can you speak a little bit to mm-hmm. what that value has meant specifically for your patients? Sure. No, I like that. I think dentists, and we can't help it. We're thinking productivity. Why am I talking about sleep? Um, productivity. Why am I talking obesity? Productivity. Mm-hmm. Why am I talking about shift work? So the, the analogy is if someone's a lifetime shift worker, like some people can never get off shift. They start off shift workers and with seniority, they finally work days. However, some are permanently shift workers. That being said, with a background level of inflammation, they can't be on a nine month recare because right. of your shift work, because you work at the plant. Guess what? We're going to go to a four month simply because your shift work has created a background level of inflammation. And I would say it's like putting the fireworks next to the gasoline next to the matches in your garage and wondering why your garage is on fire every now and then. So mm-hmm. to help douse the flames, we're going to switch you to a three or four month just mm-hmm. to help lower that inflammation because you can't get off shift work until you retire. You're 35. It's going to be 30 more years. The patients, the, patient, don't, they don't pay, they don't, the patients don't need that much more information. Makes sure. sense to me, book it. Like you don't have to take out a flow chart. I don't have to take out a, a dip, <laughs> dipstick or something like, and then, and now the office now has a person coming in three or four times a year. So right away, productivity goes up, right? Three or four more contact times of them. So that, that it's called value added. The patient sees you talking about something that's not so um, crown and veneer related, but now you've created more contact points. Hygienist is going, yes, prevention. And then just goes, oh, that's interesting. So now that person's coming in three times as much. So there's the, if you want to look at from a financial side, financials there. So that's how dentists get involved. Like, don't just think, where's my crown? Hey, you got a patient that was coming in three or four times a year, three or more, four, more times coming into your office to look how beautiful it is, looking at having more patient interaction and away you go. And that's just the shift work. Someone who, who's like, gaining weight is kind of obviously a, a sensitive subject. So yeah. you should be talking about the weight loss side of it. Mm-hmm. Or you talk about your own journey. So if the dentist has just lost five pounds or 10 pounds, or the hygienist goes, you know, I just, it's, it's New Year's, I, I'm four months in, or four days, four weeks in, I've lost three pounds. Um, I've lowered the inflammation of my own body. The patient goes, oh, I wouldn't mind losing weight. Well, I guess what? As you lose weight, science is showing your mouth is, is going to bleed less. How is that possible? And then that comes into the discussion. Yeah. So mm. if it flows easy and well, patients get it. And it has to be honest. Like if, if yeah. a team, mem- team member is not on their own health journey, it's going to seem very memorized. Like if your fingers, you know, you know, look like 
yellow from smoking, it's hard to talk about nutrition. Right. Or if, if you smell like, you know, a drive-through, it's hard to talk about nutrition. We smell like a drive-through. So, but if a person's on their own weight loss journey, or own health kick, patients, it makes it real for them that you're also challenged or struggling. They are, let's talk about it together. And you're going to notice the information is going to lower at the same time. And that's how you bring it in. It's, I call it value added. Yeah. Nutritional counseling often is so overlooked. I mean, we learn it in dental hygiene school and then we learn it wrong in dental hygiene school. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because you look at this like, um, and here in Canada, we follow Canada's food guide. And when you look at Canada's food guide with like the variety of servings of wheat and grains and dairy and uh, the caloric into, I mean, it's not within our scope of practice to recommend someone has a specific diet for weight gain or weight loss. Like that's not where we're looking at it in the perspective of inflammatory response in the mouth, right. Or caries prevention, but we're learning it based on this food guide that's created for the average body type. And the average body type these days is not someone that is healthy. I would say, Mm -hmm. do you agree with that? Do you agree that like, we're not we're not incorporating things as best as we should be. Yeah, you'd be surprised how much you know about nutrition. I did a, 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 a call with a Miami-Dade. It was a high, dental hygiene college, I guess, in Florida. And they said in the, whatever, the two or three years, I'm not sure how long the program is, they get um, 36 hours of nutrition. 36 hours. That's a lot. Yeah. The average medical doctor, anywhere from zero in some medical schools to a maximum of 22 hours at Tufts. Wow. So th- these hygienists at Miami Day, just another hygiene college, obviously, 36 hours of nutrition, um, almost like 50% more than Tufts Medical College, which is one of, which is the most in terms of nutrition in a four-year doctor program. So that being said, I think nutrition is well within the dental hygienist scope. It's just that you, you don't feel confident to talk about it, maybe because you don't have the MD part, but you do know you're, you're basically always taking courses in it. I don't know many of my physician friends taking nutrition courses every time they do CE, but you got, you're constantly taking courses in obesity, stress, inflammation. So it's well within your scope of practice, but it's that feeling of confidence. Like you really have to believe in it. Like if someone's not looking at, if someone hates vegetables themselves, loves fast food, then how can you honestly talk about nutrition? I think and the only way you can talk about it authentically if you live it. And that's why I'll go to some of these courses at dental conferences and, and the nutritionist doesn't, it doesn't look the part, you know, like there's a gentleman named Paul Check. He's an exercise scientist out of San Diego. And he said, if you're going to take health advice from someone, ask them to, to strip down into their shorts and tank top. And I'll see if I'll take your advice. He says that all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how you look in shorts and a tank top. Okay. I'll listen. Or you know what? Maybe I won't take notes for this one. And it's not, he's not being, maybe he's being funny, but he's like, sorry, I'm not going to take advice from someone who doesn't look the part. So if you're going to talk about fitness, look fit. You can talk about nutrition, look like you eat vegetables, right? So like a cosmetic dentist has a hard time. Vegetable. One, one vegetable. vegetable. Just Not yeah. many, just one. <laughs> just, just your favorite one. So if you're a cosmetic dentist and your teeth are like, you know, Vita shade A4, you have a hard time closing cases. Like yeah. OM1, A1, B1, like look the part. Not, I'm not saying be completely aesthetically driven. Like I'm not, you know, but I'm just saying look the part and it's easier to yeah. talk it if you ask me, so. Yeah, I think so. And, and I think even in alignment with that too, we forget in hygiene school, we're taught about nutritional counseling specifically to talk about our caries active or caries high risk patients. This concept around talking to patients about nutritional counseling to reduce the inflammatory load, you know, based on what they're eating or the fact that certain foods will exacerbate that inflammatory load, not necessarily a new concept, but I think a new concept for dental hygienists. And I think to Irene's point, when we're counseling for patients, we're talking about inflammation, but I, I love what you, what you're saying and what you mean about the fact that we're not just talking about inflammation in the oral cavity. We're talking about the fact that periodontal disease, gingivitis, these are, these are systemic diseases. This inflammation has a systemic acquisition to it. And so it's important for us to, you know, if we haven't taken coursework in that in a long time to certainly explore that, but even more so not only have we had the time in hygiene school, but we even have the time sitting eye to eye, knee to knee with our patients. Mm -hmm. The average primary care physician gets what nine minutes per patient. That's, that's on the high side Mm -hmm. to meet with their patients, uh, you know, on an annual basis. And we, we certainly have a lot more time and autonomy to be able to sit and educate our patients. So I I absolutely love that. I think that's, that's a huge place, but it, it has to start with us. Right. So my question to you is, do you ever have 
um, like sales reps that come in and they bring like boxes of donuts into your, my, my hope is they've probably learned by now to not do that. But... You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> okay. Timbit, Timbits, okay. ding-dongs and Twinkies, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I, I, yes. And, and what does your team do? Are they just like, oh no, this is like contraband in here or? Not at all. So yeah. we talked about this just yesterday. We said, you know, Uche, I'm going to do, a, you're going to run a triathlon this morning just to get ready for tonight. And I'm like, um, I am the master of moderation. I've never done a handstand push-up online. I'm not doing burpees. So moderation is where to go. Like yeah. elite, elite fitness is for Michael Phelps. It's for Degrassi, the Canadian guy who just won a gold medal. Um, it's for uh, Simone Bowles. Canadian Bowles. women's soccer team. There we go. Look at that. Hey. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, raise the roof. Like talk about like a, 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 a huge win for Canada. But so I think a lot of online fitness people always are extreme, you know, um, keto, paleo, only mm -hmm. eat the ears, nose and the butt of the animal and you'll get lean. Like Suze, who can do that? Like who never eat junk? You should never have pop. So if you're a competitive athlete, yes. But if you're just looking to have a flat stomach and have more energy and maybe get back to your high school or college weight, moderation is the way to go. You'd be surprised how many donuts I've eaten in the team room just to show you can. I'm like, Dr. Liatu, you're like eating I've the seen whole that donut. On Facebook. I've seen oh, I've on I've oh chocolate, cookies. I do it on purpose. You're eating all those grapes. Isn't that sugar? I can't believe you had two, you had, Dr. Liatu had two donuts. Get a video of him getting a TikTok of this guy eating two donuts. I'm like, I can because I exercise. Also, I don't do this every day. I just do this to annoy you during a, a team meeting, but you can. It does not ruin your body. Like it's not what you do once in a while that counts. I would say this, it's what you do every day. It's what you do every day. So at a birthday party, I'm having cake. At a stag, I'm having seven tequila poppers, you know? So, but I don't do it every day. You know, sure. I don't do it every day. So it's what you do every day that counts, not what you want done once in a while. So when the, those reps come in, they always kind of act sheeper sometimes. Oh, I guess I shouldn't have. I say, you know what? Bring him over here, you know? So I like to sh teach moderation. Like Hippocrates, the, the father of, you know, modern like, medicine, uh, medicine, yeah. Said uh, moderation in all things. So yes. just like people say, and, and audiences get it, they say um, fiber, like women eat about 25 grams a day, men about 30, 35. I'll always get the hand. Can you eat too much fiber? Of course you can. Yes, you'll, be on you the can. You'll, you'll be on the bathroom eight hours. <laughs> yeah. um, can you exercise too much? Yes, you can exercise. It's called exercise bulimia. Um, can you diet too much? It's called orthorexia. Being so connect obsessed about right eating, you can't even enjoy eating. Can you sleep too much? Yeah, hypersomnia is not good for you. Can you have too much sex? Well, okay, maybe not. Okay, so have a, you can have, <laughs> no, but you can probably have too much sex. I'm sure there's, there's sex addiction, right? So you can, have, you can have. Off. I think things fall off when you do that. Yeah. You, oh, right. Exactly. Things fall off. Things fall off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fall, fall. They, they fall, fall by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, literally, along, literally along, by the wayside. Along with your Pop-Tart, yes, so. <laughs> I so. love that. And, and I love what you're saying because I think we focus a lot of times on our patients and mm -hmm. what you brought up earlier is like, if we have to practice what we're going to preach, right? Mm -hmm. It's that much easier than for us to say to the patient, Hey, this is the lifestyle that I'm living. It goes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you feel yeah. good, you have energy throughout the day, it's that much easier for you to do, you know, a zillion things in your, in your dental hygiene day or in your dentist, yeah. uh, you know, doings. So we've talked about diet, we've talked about exercise, but you mentioned a few other things, like what are some other um, lifestyle things that that you've started to lead the charge in for dental professionals to really start focusing on uh, for themselves and for their patients? Okay, well, managing stress for sure. Like managing stress is huge. Like with this whole pandemic thing, dentistry and dental hygiene was stressful being on time. You see that like, I'm running behind, I'm running behind. This, this one, I'm behind, I'm four minutes behind. I'm behind, I'm behind all day. I said, it's 5 p.m. I know I've been behind all day. You see like the beads of sweat, you know, the, the, the PPE stuck to them. But if, if you don't learn about the power of breath to, to get out of the sympathetic dominant side of the autonomic nervous system, if you don't learn to get outside and just get some fresh air to reset the circadian rhythm in your brain, that's called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, what happens is it's called accelerated aging. Sometimes people don't realize, okay, forget breathing deep to get out of the stress response. If you spend more time stressed out, you're basically aging is accelerated. So who wants to age in accelerated fashion? So I talk about aging accelerated. Now I got people's attention, but stress shows that if it shows up on a president's skin after four years of being in the White House, yes. guess what? It's happening in their gums. It's happening in their 60,000 miles of blood vessels. It's happening in their knees. It's happening in the bags under their eyes. And I always say what's happening anywhere is happening everywhere. Just like the diabetic 
neuropathy and the fragile vessels in their toes is happening in their eyes with retinopathy. So, um, so, so stress is massive. And the only way to really get people engaged about it is to talk about the aesthetics first, like stress shows up in your face, but it's showing up in your gums and bleeding and jaw clenching, inability to heal after an implant. And now the prosthodontist is, what do you mean? Periimplantitis is not just about titanium. No, if you got a shift worker, angry guy, he or she's on Facebook trying to convince strangers to think like them, they're going to have a dry socket. You know, like it's hard to, it's hard to he- heal <laughs> well. To convince people on Facebook to think like them. <laughs> Damn, that's good. That is oh my good. God. I'm arguing <laughs> with seven warriors. I, I'm arguing with seven people at once. Look at me. I look like hell. You know, like, so. <laughs> I'm going to get this leprechaun. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get this damn African leprechaun on my side. I, I can't even get my 18-year-old to make his bed, but I will convince this farmer in Kansas to think exactly like me. It's been, it's been all night. I'm arguing with seven people in seven different groups. I'm so full of hatred. Where's my, t- where's my ding-dong and my Twinkie? You know, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Where should someone start? Where should someone that? start? Where do you start? So let's talk about the dental professional that's always running behind the person that perhaps is listening to this right now that on the drive home will stop through a drive through because they didn't bring a lunch or whatever reason, or they're eating their feelings away. Like where does that person and that human begin? Because it's a wheel, right? We're in this like hamster wheel of dental hygiene perio. Well, I think to acknowledge the fact that there's science behind comfort foods helps you manage cortisol better. Lots of studies show that when you eat fat and sugar, the body lowers cortisol. So in the moment, the body says, you can't have this cortisol dominant hormone surging through you all night. So cortisol is supposed to help you through an emergency, which lasts two to five minutes. If cortisol is high overnight or for the weekend or for a month or a grieving spouse after you know, a long-term marriage is two years of elevated cortisol, now you've got adrenal fatigue and breakdown. But eating comfort foods helps lower cortisol in the moment. So in the moment, the body goes, well, it's all about reproduction. You might, you might be able to reproduce tomorrow if I can lower cortisol tonight. However, um, using Pop-Tarts and using fast food and junk food to help you manage stress c- could get you through a night and make you feel better in the moment after a breakup. However, a week of that, a month of that, a year of that, and now someone's eight pounds heavier, and now you're inflamed. And now you have um, you know, arthrosclerosis, and now you have abdominal obesity. So what's helped you get through the night is sabotaging and shortening your lifetime over the long run. So the drive-through might help you feel good that evening on the way home, but if someone uses that technique night after night, week after week, they will, they will shorten the life up to eight to nine years. It's, it's pretty incredible how mm-hmm. comfort food eating will shorten someone's life for sure. How do you turn it around? What do you do? Um, you look at the science. You look at other ways to feel better. So... It's called mind and body hunger. Mind hunger keeps you eating even long past your full. Body hunger, you'll stop. So when someone brings more mindfulness to their to their food choices, you'll end up not choosing it. Like simply asking the question, is the next food item gonna bring me closer or further away from being a good mother? Is this next food item gonna bring me closer or further away from managing the, new two, the two new stents I have in my heart? Um, well, the next food I eat gonna bring me closer towards saying yes to my New Year's resolutions are further away. So that's one way. Another way is just to realize, um, use other modes to manage stress. Like breath is easy. Like we breathe 15 times a minute, 20,000 times a day. Then we need to start using breath. And breath is like underrated to manage stress. Like Sting talks about breath. In a, I can't, why don't I bring up sex? Sting, Sting talks about breath to a, a, a lengthen an orgasm. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. You're supposed to Sting? breathe the Who length of an orgasm? No, no, I, didn't, I didn't understand. Okay, there he we go. He's laughing through the whole let's, sentence. Let, yeah, okay, let's okay, okay, okay. How old are you? Are you 12 years old and prepubescent? <laughs> like, get the sentence out. Because it's, it's not usually talked about. In tantric sex is not often brought about in uh, I mean, we're CE. going there. Well, we're going, we're there. going there. We're right going there. Okay. This is not tantric, CE. There we're is gonna no call code this at the end of this podcast. Tantric sex. Okay, Sting talked about using inhaling to the nose to increase nitric oxide. Okay. What does nitric oxide helps to expand blood vessels everywhere. So by breathing deep through your nose, inhaling, you can extend the lifespan of sodium dismutase, which helps you increase blood flow to every part of the body. Oh, 
dies mutes. You don't say. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like yes. a bacteria. I'll have you a little bit of. have a high prevalence of uh, of dies mutes. I'll have a bit know. of sodium dies mutes with my yes. red wine tonight. Yes. yes. So, but um, so there, changing your breath to change your state. Like it's hard to be angry and breathe deep at the same time. Unless in the middle of an argument, someone says, take a deep breath, and then you're annoyed. Yeah, then you but hate if, it, yeah, yeah. But, but if you really deep, take a deep breath, if you're in a traffic jam and annoyed, and you breathe deep to your nose, immediately you get relaxation because nitric oxide increases, blood vessels relax, and your body goes, okay, you're upset, but you're breathing deep. And the, body, the brain always listens to the breath. The brain listens to your breath before the thought. So by changing how you breathe, all of a sudden the, the thought goes, okay, let's chill out for a moment. Hey, take another deep breath and let it out. And now you, you're in a different place, different place and time. You've actually expanded time instead of contracting it. People breathe shallow to contract time. If they're in a painful situation, you either hold your breath or breathe shallow. Mm. But if you're, if you're enjoying something like the Grand Canyon, uh, tantric sex. For, or sex, yeah. Tantric <laughs> sex. Whilst at the Grand sex Canyon. at the Grand Canyon. Yes. At the Grand Canyon. <laughs> on the canyon. On the like canyon. Climbing the canyon. Yes, you're rappelling into this position. I see. This, okay. this, this chasm canyon. of canyon. <laughs> yes, this primordial canyon of Tantra with breath. Um, I don't even know what the title is. Uh, I'm like, I like. I live in Arizona. And I hope I don't get a dare. Uh, <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> no, that's good. That's good. Okay, so so we should all be eating well, working out, sleeping well, and having amazing sex. Is basically and what you're breathing. you're telling me. For sure. While doing it For sure. and actually... breathing the whole way, and then we'll all be great human beings. That's that's it, right? Okay. That's Forget the recipe. Me. Yeah, firm, firm tissue, firm gingiva, um, slow down aging, and quite possibly reverse aging. Like take only those four things. I talk about if you sleep deeper and better, if you're regularly doing some kind of physical activity, managing stress, eating less fast food, not only will you slow aging, you can actually reverse age. You throw that in with flossing, brushing, cleaning around those pontics. Um, you can, like, I think almost everyone, the goal should be not just getting a flat stomach but when someone if someone finds out your age is like i could not tell that right like that's that's my goal i could not tell that and then you know you're living well so and not in a totally aesthetically driven fashion just people should always be shocked when you say your age because you're yeah. smiling and happy you got lots of energy shoulders back curious taking care of yourself sleeping well like isn't that like that is a great product package to share with your patients I love well, it. I think we should each take one last question before we wrap it up. Who, who do you want to go? You, me or you? You do it, Irene. Irene. Me? What's your question? Okay. Yeah. My, my, my final question before I, I leave the mic to Katrina is tell me about how you got in the speaking world and how you decided that your, your focus was going to be wellness. Um, and we're kind of moving into, you know, what's next for you? Where, where are you traveling to next? Where are you speaking <clears throat> next? But how did you choose that you were so passionate about this topic that you, you choose to just speak on this topic? And I find that amazing and wonderful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how, did, how did that happen? And, and how did you decide to become a dental educator? Yeah, great question. Thank you. I think it all started. My mom was the main person who got me started, like age six, getting cod liver oil. That's when it started. So they said often your passion chooses you, like you don't choose your passion. So I can't help but not talk about wellness. I can't help but not talk about uh, athleticism and choosing and eating kale and broccoli and making it fun, making it easy, sustainable fitness, because it's always been a part of me. So it just flowed naturally. And I think sometimes if you have, I have a different way of looking at it than like, oh, you know, you know, puking during a workout, doing burpees till you throw up a lung. Like I, I have, a, it's a nice moderate way of looking at it that makes it fun and doable and easy. Like, I don't care if someone's a 95 year old great grandmother, Dr. Diachi, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk further. I'm going to walk tomorrow. Like, so I like getting people excited about it. So I think passion basically draws that out of me. And I think sometimes people say, how do I get into speaking? If you're passionate about something, people will knock down the door to get to you. Yeah. Like if you're having to knock on the door to say, I, I could speak on, guess what? You're not quite ready yet. But when people say, we need you at our conference because we heard that you do this. And that's passion flowing through you. And I think Patanjali, Patanjali, 
I'm bringing some ancient Patanjali. Patanjali. I mentioned I mentioned tantric sex. I want to talk about Patanjali. 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 Patanjali, an ancient mystic, said, "When you're talking about something that you love doing, whether it's all stomach health or here's Irene running your own operation, which is you know rare for a hygienist in North America still, even though it's it's allowed mm-hmm. in many states and provinces. When you're filled with your passion." What happens is, uh, potentially said, you unleash things inside you that, uh, that people weren't there possible. And you become enlivened and enthused and you, you tap into things that you make, you, you, brought, you draw wisdom in from places you didn't even know were possible. And people are in rapt attention when they hear you. Like, I want to see you do more of that. I'm not sure what you just said, but I want to hear that again. Could you write an article on that? And I think when you become full of that information and it's part of you, People want to hear you say it. They want you to write about it. They want you to blog about it. That's that's how it happens. So it's an invite. Like I didn't I didn't storm I didn't storm um, the gates of the dental conference industry. They said you wrote an article. We like what you said. Could you do a program at our next program? I didn't have a a laptop. I didn't know what a PowerPoint was. You know. So this is back in two thousand four. So yeah, that's amazing. And and I guess to Mm -hmm. kind of piggyback off of that. My question to you is, you know, I think there are a lot of people in our, that we can see our, our colleagues who are very multi-passionate and have spoken on the circuit or have consulted on the circuit. And yet there, there are days and there are moments when burnout is real or when that passion that you like absolutely love doesn't feel absolutely amazing. Like there are mornings where you wake up and you're like, okay, <laughs> I love this, but also it's, it is now, now my cortisol's up because of this. So how do you keep the, how do you keep the sparkle alive? How do you keep the passion alive? How do you work through some of that burnout? Um, you know, when, when you get, I I'm sure you don't get any negative course evaluations. He I'm sure you read don't, them but anymore. No, no, that's right. No, that's no. right. You don't read them. I, that's right. I, I doesn't read them anymore. Haven't read, haven't read them in 10 years because um, yeah. okay. we, need one, one, we need a backstory. We need a backstory. No, no, no. I remember this no, now. Wait. Now I remember. We need yes. a backstory here. So we need this a backstory. Is the backstory. So yes. a few years ago, I spoke at a conference that you spoke at Dr. Odiatu. Yes. We actually shared a flight. So we were on the same flight on Air Canada and I got my course evaluations back and it was like, I don't know. It was a smorgasbord of stuff. Some were fabulous. Some were terrible. Some complained about the temperature of the room and that they couldn't see. And that the lady in front of her was too tall or like the, her feet were cold, but her upper body was warm. It was just like, so I asked you what you do. And, and it just so happened. It was at the same time that Katrina got some course evaluations and we had this whole conversation. So I told her what you told me, don't read them because other people's opinion of you is none of your business. Oh, and he said I love that to me. And I kind of like, I, I've never read one since. Like we send them to each other now and that that's it. Well, you, you've seen celebrities read the, the mean tweets. You know, yeah. You see yeah. yeah. Julie Roberts. So, so Julie Roberts, here, multi-million, million, million dollar actress spent 20, 30 years of acting and someone's telling her her nose is too big or your ass is too wide or your hair. So like, it's, it's funny because she's living her passion, doing it at an elite level. And then someone is giving you their, not to say sad sack opinion, but it's an opinion. Yeah. So I have lost the need to make a thousand people happy or a million people happy. Kim Kardashian does pretty well with a lot of trolls who hate her. So like yeah. what Kanye West is a billionaire and some way he's hated and people make fun of the fact that he doesn't shower a couple of days in a row. Um, so I think it's funny. I think when you get comfortable with people not liking you, you're set for to being unstoppable. But if you're set to make everyone in your family happy, your friends happy, meeting planners happy, students happy, colleagues happy, attendants happy, you'll be chasing your tail. And yeah. um, so, and I really, be, I remember one time at a, this is like going back to 2006, someone said, I brought up in digestion, you know, I said, if you're gonna eat food, you need to eliminate. And if you hold on to food and don't eliminate, and I talk about poop, but I talk about being dehydrated. And I, I got one revaluation said, he, I didn't like his poopy talk. He talked about poop way too much. <laughs> And I thought, this is the end of the evaluation reading, you know, like, so, so I know though, if, if Katrina, if, if you feel on after two hours and you think, wow, I gave my all at that podium. Why read the, Why, why read a review? Like why read yeah. a review? Really? Yeah. If, if you give, you know, when you gave your all and also, yeah. you know, when you didn't, yes. I still would read the review though. Cause I, Ooh, wow. I, I only gave 80%, but your 80%, uh, Katrina is other person's 150%. And I mean, you're 60% one day. You know what? I felt so flat. It's been a bad day. 
my baby this or my office this. And you, man, that was only 60%. You're 60%, Irene. And other people's 100%. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're too harsh on ourselves. I think we spend way too much of our life self-loathing and putting ourselves down. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like talk about a life lived sad because I wasn't giving my all. Meanwhile, you're... 80% to someone else's 180%. So I, I, one time in Utah, one time, I think it was a couple beside me. They were, I think they were having sex all night. So I like, was banging the wall and screaming and shouting. And I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought there was an elf in there at one point. I'm like, shut up. So up all night, I couldn't listen to anything. And I thought, okay, I'll get two hours. I'll get one hour. So I had no sleep. And I thought, oh my God, I had no sleep. I had no sleep. Besides this honeymoon, from now on, I'll never get, get a room beside a honeymoon couple, honeymoon couple ever again. <laughs> So I'm now talking, I got like a liter of Visine in each eye, eight cups of coffee starting out, 800 people. Most speakers would say, I've been up all night, so in case yeah, I'm a little yeah. tired. And you know what, by two o'clock, I'll get you out of here because you know what it is, you guys wanna get out of here because I suck. So, and so, <laughs> so I will say, I don't tell them anything. Why tell them anything? Yeah. I gave them, I gave them my 85%. Dr. Diachi, that was the best that ever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. so why tell them? Why set themselves mm-hmm. to make an excuse? I'm sorry. And I'm not, with all humility though, I gave my all for my no sleep yeah. next to the honeymoon couple. Yeah. I found out after they just had porn on the whole night. They had porn on next door. So here I'm thinking it was a honeymoon couple, <laughs> oh, but that was porn they had on. So like, oh, I, man. I knew six hours was way too long. There was, the sting wasn't in that room doing Patrick sex. It was the porn channel that was on banging on the wall. The guy was just like banging the lunch. That shade, wasn't the, even the an expensive credit card bill. Oh, who knows what went on. Six hours. <laughs> I know. Anyway, anyway. So that being said, I, I, try, I try never make an excuse for anything. Like, oh, it was a tough flight or I'm going through some hard time. Just to let you know, I know you spent a lot of money to see me, but so how many, you know, entertainers say they give a sad sack story? Like Cindy on four years in Vegas. Britney Spears going through the storm of her dad and her parents yeah. life yeah. free Britney free Britney uh, so free Britney. anyway so it's yep so no reviews sorry I'll give my all because it's who I am and no excuses and that's it wow I well, love it words of wisdom that's from it. Dr. Odietu we all should like aspire it. to be as awesome as you are yeah, when, you I, know, I, get when t- I grow up I want to be uh, I want to <laughs> be a leprechaun goals. too yes yeah. yes no, I get no so listen no I do get tired though I get tired but um, what I do is either take some time to be on my own for a while. I'll sleep a little earlier. I'll have that glass of wine. I'm sure you'll be happy with. Um, I won't do the work. I'll miss the workout. I'll cut the workout short. Um, I won't work on that event for that night because I'm letting myself off the hook. So it's nothing about letting yourself off the hook. You just can't do it for the summer. You can't do it for the year. And even now, it's been a year and a half since doing a formal in-person program. But it starts again in September in a month. So I guess what I'm doing, I thought I like to do different things. So this year I'm doing acupuncture every week, 20 needles on all these different pressure points to get my flow and my chi flowing. I had some cupping done on Sunday, never had a hot cup stuck in my back before, like a Ah. suction cup rubbing around. Which one did you get? Did you get the one, like the authentic ones where they use fire? I didn't want to look. I just, it just, I just was hot. It was hot. Two kinds. So the ones that I like are the authentic glass ones in Chinese medicine where they put alcohol on your back. And then okay. they stick the cup on and light a match. And then it sucks. Oh. <clears throat> so, yeah. 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 I don't wow. know how it would work if you had hair. That's my yeah, yeah. thing. For sure. Okay. So, so where are you off to? Let's finish this off. Where so, are you off to? Where are you going next? Okay. Where can people see you okay. in real life? Okay. So uh, for CDA San Francisco, that's on Thursday, September 9th. I pre-recorded it on Saturday. So, but I'm going to be there for the Q&A September 9th. I'll be doing it from Orlando because on... Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon at the American Association of Dental Office Managers. I'm doing a program, I'm doing their closing keynote, like a thousand office managers, it's gonna be crazy. So that's in Orlando, September 9th and 10th. The next week I'm in Fargo, North Dakota all day. The week after I'm in El Paso, Texas for two days, September 23rd. And then I'm in Columbus, Ohio on the 30th. October 2nd, San Antonio for Panky Alumni Weekend. October 7th, I think in Michigan, Port Huron for a dental, it's a dental office. like. Like in my own, not my dental office, but a dental office is bringing me in to just do a team talk for six, for I think four hours. A Seattle, cool. Seattle study club that night, Seattle Pacific Northwest Dental Conference, um, uh, New York City, the Greater New York Dental Meeting, uh, South Florida Dental, Hollywood, Florida. So it's crazy. So it's like 12 cities, 12 weeks, acupuncture. I'm going to keep my suction cup stuck to my back the whole time. <laughs> I'm drinking dark Arabica roast coffee. So 
So maximizing all the things to keep me on performing, because obviously anyone can break down in that program. And then when I told someone at schedule, I said, are you coming home between? Oh, yes, I'm going to work Monday to Wednesday. So, but I couldn't do it unless I slept well, sleep mask, probiotics, um, acupuncture every two weeks, um, you name it. It takes a village to keep someone like this going. And I'll have down, I'll have down days for sure. But remembering the foundation, right? Breath, fruit, um, you know, all the stuff that, that my mom told me and she passed away six years ago, but her, her, she infuses me every time I speak, like she's with me. She was a terrifying, she was a very funny in person, but you put a mic in front of her, like just like a deer in the headlights. So I, I channel her all the time. Just a sweet five foot, 210 pound little lady passed away at 92, but, um, she's with me all the time. Whenever I speak, she's with me up there for sure. I'm sure she's very proud of you. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Odiatu, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Is it time, Katrina? Is it that time? I think it's time, Irene. Irene. Time. Uh, Dr. Uchi Odiatu, do you know what time it is by any chance? It's uh, the Lucky Charms. It's, it's, it's the time for the Lucky <laughs> Charms. Yeah. Okay. So no, no. At, the end, at the end of every episode, uh, we are called the Tooth or Dare podcast for a reason. So at the end of every episode, Katrina, I do a rock, paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you. You get wow. to decide whether you choose to accept or dish out a tooth or a dare. Mm-hmm. While okay. you process that, Katrina and I are going to stretch our fingers out. And the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus. And you can follow Dr. Uchi Odiatu at Fit Speaker Speakers. Yes. Um, and you have a website as well, which is drucci.com, that has a lot of really great resources, videos. Uh, interviews that you've done, magazine links. And is, is this where also you have your upcoming speaking stuff linked or is um, that mostly Facebook? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's, it's that, that's, that totally made that current, but I, the schedule is there. I answer, I like to direct message people. I love Perfect. answering people. People always think, oh, it's company is so busy. I like it. It keeps my finger on the pulse. Yeah, that's send it. a DM. Send awesome. it okay, yes. ready, Katrina? Yes. Let's like it. do it. <clears throat> am I doing it too or you, am I? No, I'm you just do, you're, you're in a way, you're in a way. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, wow, we were on the same page with that one. Ready. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. I oh, beat her. Irene okay. beat me. Beat you. Okay, so Dr. Odiatu, it's a mm-hmm. Katrina. Would you like to accept or dish? If you accept a tooth, she's going to ask you something steamy right now. If you accept a dare, then you have to film it and you have to post it on social media and we'll share it through all of our networks. Okay, so I'm choosing. I'll do a dare. I'm, I'm pretty... You're oh, gonna do a dare. Katrina is gonna do a dare. <gasps> okay. Do make it good. Make it on stage. Make it brilliant. Make him. Make him do something with the audience. Oh, I'm just. I'm sweating. Right okay, now. Irene. <laughs> Irene's really excited. <gasps> I need to do some squats to get all this energy out. Okay. Here's your dare. Uh, have you ever been to a jazzercise class? Um, Zumba. Is that close? Close, but it's not quite. So. I already checked. They have Jazzercise in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think they got banned. It got banned for a long time. It did, but now it's back. You have, <laughs> okay. You're not getting out of okay. this. You have to go to a Jazzercise class and film a video of you at Jazzercise, doing a Jazzercise oh routine and put it on social media. So like just part of a song, obviously, or something. Yep. How's that going to be? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we could for sure. Okay. Okay. It's- why not? He accepts. You've, you've got accept. like a month to do it. You can do it. You can do it. We feel I just sent you, you to Jazzercise. You are going to love it. It's going to be awesome. I'll come okay. with you. You're in my hometown. Great. Good. You have to take I'll Irene to Jazzercise you. with you. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Yay. What we're doing? I'm I'll, film, I'll film you. I'll, I'll hold your camera. I'll do it for you. You okay. can add this to you can add this to your list of things on your slides that you can tell the people in the audience you that you've done. For sure. <laughs> you can for show sure. them your dance. You guys are crazy. But yeah. Okay. okay. This is gonna be so okay, great. You are gonna, gonna love gonna it. You're gonna get you. hooked. We're gonna go. We're That's going. so good, We're you guys. Yay! Okay. You guys Thanks are crazy. And everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Two Third Air Podcast. We appreciate you all for listening. Make sure to send a follow to our buddy here, Dr. Uchio Diatu. And until next time, peace out, peeps. And we are back. We're back. On the flip side. From the flippity flip. From the flippity, on the flippity flip. From the flippity flip. From it and on it. Boom shakalaka. Um, mm. That was that was a fun episode. Twas. He is, he is a chatter. He's a chatty, chatty, chatter. It's, well, it's great for podcasting because like. I know. 
<laughs> he just let him talk. He's a cool dude. But he's a smart I have man. To say, I have to say that we recorded this episode a while ago, a mm-hmm. while ago, in the words of Katrina. Quite. Um, and, and since then, so I got dared, or he got dared to do jazzercise, and somehow, again, I got roped into it. I think <laughs> I just volunteer because I feel bad. Um, so we've been, like, actively texting. For about jazzercise? Now, That's about so exciting. Jazzercise. Well, it is, but it isn't because there are no jazzercise live classes right now because right. of COVID here. Right. Things are still locked. Like we we only just got our gyms back like a, a few weeks ago. Wow. Like the gym in my building, you can only use one person at a time. Wow. And we have a massive gym. Yeah. So I, I started going back to Orange Theory for the first time last week. They oh, I bet that felt so nice. Cool. Yeah, and then I also was paralyzed right after. Yeah. So, so I'm saying that we are going to go to a jazzercise class together, but we have to wait until there is one available. Well, you, the other thing so, you could do is they do have the virtual. Like you guys, remote ones. You guys could. I really want to do a remote one. Dance it out at Tooth Life Studios. No, you think so? In my office? How weird. Yeah, just put put it up on one of the TV monitors and dance it out. We don't have TVs. Put it up Who on a laptop. Their office? Everybody yeah. does. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that we're we're working it out. We're it's going to be it great. Out. I can't I can't wait to see this. I think I think you're going to become an avid jazzerciser, Irene. Irene, I think you're going to love it. I don't really like jumping. I yeah, like we don't jumping do a lot of jumping. Play tennis. No, we don't, I just, we don't. anytime I think of jazzerciser, I think of jumping. Well, you are in for a very special treat, Irene. Irene, because the only jumping that I do is two conclusions. It's the only jumping that I do. It's two very, very far conclusions. Just saying. Anywho, thanks again for tuning in, peeps, to another lovely episode. Make sure to check out the copy in the caption below. I'll link my Instagram video to it, too. You'll get some more info there on how your office can adopt the new, adapt, adopt the new way of of doing... um, Take home whitening. Perhaps Zoom delivered might be your way if you are not a fan of taking uh, algae impressions and um, pouring up models and stuff. So check so that good. out. Thanks again to our peeps at Philips for sponsoring this lovely episode. Yeah, Thank you, you know, Philips. That's so it. good. Thank you. Just make Thanks, it happen, peeps. you guys. Do it to it. Appreciate it. Welcome will, to uh, exiting retrograde. That's it. Let's exit retrograde Let's together. Exit. And I will see Just you, Katrina. Very soon. I'm going to see you in how many weeks? A few One, weeks. One, two, three, four, five weeks at yes. AAID in Chicago. We're going to have a great time. We're it's going to be awesome. We're going to be in real, in real life. I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that something's going to happen and I'm going to don't be say it. back from you again. Don't say it. I'm going to hug right. you, damn it. <laughs> you, damn it. I'm going to come wearing one of those like the little small armed T-Rex costumes, yes. I think. I gotta do that. I just the the border patrol people are gonna be like, "Have you They're had like, your COVID test?" You and I'm gonna say yes. And also, if anyone hugs me, I'm gonna wear this dinosaur. I'm just outfit. inside a dinosaur outfit, <laughs> so we're fine. I haven't had a hug in so long. I don't know how to do those anymore. <laughs> I feel like socially oh. awkward in public. I go to the grocery store. I'm like, oh no, the person standing across the aisle from me is too close. Oh. I'm at the bananas. He's at the avocados, and it's like a little too weird. far. Too but far. I get anyway. it. Too soon, too soon. Okay, love you, buddy. Oh, I you love later. you. Bye, peeps. Check it Thank out. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Cheers. We didn't even talk about the tantric sex part of it. Oh, yeah, we forgot about part? the tantric sex. Well, I never oh, forget yeah. about tantric sex, but I forgot to discuss it this time. I want to see, want to see him dancing. You want to see me dance jazzer science? Yeah. Walking around on those. What do you call them? Are you brushing your dog's teeth while I'm speaking? Is that what you're doing? It's just the cutest. <laughs>